0: That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. All right, everyone. This very special emergency episode of America's Hometown Horror is brought to you, as always, by Shine Through Window Cleaning. Shine Through Window Cleaning is a family-owned and operated company that proudly serves Plymouth and the surrounding area. They treat your home or business like they would treat their own, and they believe in building their reputation on every job they do. Get in touch with Shine Through today to discuss your window cleaning, gutter cleaning, and power washing needs at 781-812-9189. That's 781-812-9189, or at ShineThroughWindowCleaning.com. That's Shine, T-H-R-U, Window Cleaning, Shine Through, Window Cleaning. what is up everyone it's your boy mike from america's hometown horror uh thanks for tuning into this uh little mini emergency episode that i'm releasing and i am i am flying solo today uh we get some big news that dropped uh related to the fall and the haunt industry which uh which we will get to totally sucks uh so i felt like it was pretty important to to kind of release something quick here just to kind of a. Uh, you know, address the fact that probably the biggest Halloween event in the country uh, is not going to be happening in 2020. So uh, I guess we'll just kind of, we'll, we'll get right into it here. And uh, I promise it won't be all doom and gloom today. We'll, we'll end on a positive note with a couple of different things here. So, you know, obviously, if you look at any of our social media pages, kind of the pillars that we built America's hometown horror on were, horror movies, horror TV shows, books, comic books, you know, really anything that's related to the horror landscape. I'm nearly not opposed to talking about anything horror related, uh, but probably one of the most important things to me to talk about and one of the unique aspects that we wanted to bring to this show was the ability to talk about haunted attractions. Uh, Now, obviously, we haven't really gotten into that a lot over the first 30 episodes that we've done because we started doing this show back in December of 2019. And, you know, haunted attractions, for the most part, only are around in, you know, September and October. There are a couple of places in the New England area that actually do wintertime haunts, which I wanted to try and experience this year. We'll see if that happens. But. You know, that's one of the main things that I was, I was very excited to talk about, and it's looking increasingly more and more like we are going to get gypped out of a Halloween season this year, which totally blows, uh, totally sucks. 2020, the year of absolute hell, just fucking continues with, you know, we get murder hornets, we get uh, a mass virus outbreak, rioting in the streets. And for the first time in 30 years, uh, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando, Hollywood, and probably the other parks across the globe, has been cancelled. That news just dropped today. I'm recording on Friday, July 24th. Uh, Universal tweeted out from their Orlando and Hollywood page that there was not going to be a Halloween event at either park this year. Um... So as I mentioned, this is the first time in 30 years this has ever happened, Um, kind of living in some unprecedented times right now. Things may never be the same in certain types of the entertainment industry, like attractions like this. Um, And you know, so you might be asking me, or you might be saying to yourself, why does a guy that does a podcast called America's Hometown in Plymouth, Mass., America's Hometown Horror, uh, give a shit about you know, Halloween Horror Nights in Orlando and Hollywood when you're living in Massachusetts? That's a good question. But for me, you know, being the huge horror fan that I am, I happen to think that Universal does the best job of anyone out there with regards to any Halloween-related event. Uh, They have a gigantic budget. They have a very deep pocket related to Different movies and intellectual properties that they can use, and the results really show. So, if you if you've paid attention to the event, you've seen some of the the massive horror movies that have been featured at these events over the last years. And this event has just grown and grown and grown, and it's massively popular now. Huge franchises are getting brought here and turned into haunted houses. Um, and this event actually holds a special place in my heart just because uh, I've been to the event twice. I went in two thousand eleven. And I went in 2012. And uh, 2011, when I went, it was the first vacation that Kat and I ever took together. We went down to Orlando. We were there for a week. We did the Universal Parks uh, for, I think, three or four days. And we did Halloween Horror Nights. And it was awesome. It was incredible. All of the houses were on point that year. Pretty much, I, I don't think I've gone through a bad house both both years that I went. But uh, So for me, not being able to get down there every year, because, I mean, let's face it, uh, it's kind of expensive to go down there. I don't live in the area, so it's it's definitely it's an expense to get down there. But I still follow the event closely, uh, despite living far away. So any of the announcements, I, I just find the whole haunt industry as a whole, uh, the way that these houses are kind of built from the ground up in a short amount of time and the work that goes into it, it's really a year-long process. So I, I've followed the event very closely um, you know, over the last... 10 plus years I would say so I always pay attention to news uh, about the event whenever they announce a new house generally it's something pretty cool and I I, I always listen to you know there's a few podcasts out there that I listen to that uh, talk about these events in extent Uh, a couple of them being uh, the catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights and Grim Grinning Hosts, which are two podcasts based in Florida, I will uh, I will send out I will include their social media handles in the episode description. If you guys want to check out their shows, I would highly recommend doing so. But uh, yeah, so as I mentioned, Halloween Horror Nights 30 canceled, no event, nothing at all, which totally blows. And you know, I, I saw this coming. Uh, I mean, if I, if I had to go with my gut a couple of weeks ago, I probably would have said that this is not going to happen, but I was still holding out hope that they might be able to pull it off, that they might be able to do something with, you know, a limited capacity, socially distanced type things. And, you know, maybe they were going to find some way to pull it off. Um, there were rumors of video content uh, related to the event coming to the Peacock streaming service, which is owned by Comcast, who also owns Universal, and Universal Studios. Uh, apparently that's not going to happen. If you've paid attention to any of the rumors that have kind of been swirling around about the event over the last few months, there's lots of content out there where you can see speculation maps, etc. Sounded like there were going to be some heavy-hitting houses coming this year, from Beetlejuice, To the Haunting of Hill House from Netflix, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, houses based on the Universal Monsters. So there was a lot of cool stuff rumored to be uh, coming to the event this year in what was going to be a landmark year, their 30th year. Uh, And it just totally sucks that we're not going to get to see uh, any of that happen. And of course, you know, there are people that work at Universal that work on this year-round. And they're now not able to see all of the work that they've put into this event you know, kind of come to fruition, which really sucks for them as well. So obviously that's the big news uh, that has dropped today. Halloween Horror Nights 30, again, not happening uh, in Orlando. And also the Halloween Horror Nights event at Universal Studios in Hollywood, not happening as well. And I'd be remiss if I did not mention, uh, you know, what type of impact this might have on the local haunt scene around here as well because as I mentioned at the beginning of this little episode here I was really looking forward to being able to go to different haunted houses throughout Massachusetts throughout New England giving you guys reviews maybe getting to interview some people that run these houses and I mean I am getting less and less hopeful that we're going to see anything like that even open this year Um, I don't even know what Halloween will look like I mean, obviously, you know, Halloween is what you make it. You can watch scary movies and going to be all kinds of stuff on TV, all kinds of content out there. But for me, one of my favorite things to experience during October and the entire Halloween season is going to haunted attractions. So, you know, some of my personal favorites, I I don't know if we'll see them this year from Barrett's Haunted Mansion, which is in Abington, Massachusetts. Uh, I actually worked there one year as a as a as an actor. Had a lot of fun doing it. It's an, They put an unbelievable amount of work into what they do there. So does that come to the... Do, do, do we see Barrett's Haunted Mansion open its doors this year? I don't know. Do we see Nightmare New England? Some of you may know it as Spooky World. Been around forever. One of the biggest names uh, in the haunt industry in the country. And also, obviously, in Massachusetts, New England. It's been in a bunch of different locations. Does that open? Factory of Terror in Fall River. Does that open? is Woods, Haunted Overload, New Hampshire, one of the best designed haunted attractions in the country. Don't know if we'll see it. So it's just really, really uh, interesting to see how this is going to shape out and what's going to happen. Uh, you know, when we get, you know, obviously it's, it's July now. We don't have much time before these events are starting to, uh, you know, get announced and get open. So it's just going to be interesting to see uh, what's going to happen in the coming weeks but uh, you know as I said if I had to go with my gut I'm, I'm not very hopeful that we see a lot of these events come to fruition which totally sucks but hey you never know stranger things have happened and uh, you know here's to hoping that we do see some of these places open their doors uh, come October 1st because I can guarantee you I would be one of the first people online to experience it after uh, the absolute suckbag of a year that this has been. So with, uh, with all that being said, I, I did mention that this episode was uh, was not going to be all completely gloom and doom. So I, I do want to leave you with a couple of quick recommendations for some things that uh, that I've been into over the last couple of weeks. Now, you know, obviously we are at the end of July now, which is it's crazy. I feel like this year is going by so slow, but, but so fast really at the same time. So we're at the end of July. Uh, you may be on vacation. You may be posted up at a beach somewhere looking for uh, stuff to read, stuff to listen to. So I, I got a couple of personal recommendations for you guys out there. Uh, I'll start off with with two books that, uh, that I picked up recently that I uh, am already reading and or are going to be reading. So the first one, a book called uh, Devolution by Max Brooks. Uh, so I am about halfway through this one now. And if you're familiar with the name Max Brooks, the first uh, book that probably pops into your into your mind is World War Z, which is his most famous novel. He's written a couple of other books, but that's by far his most famous. And uh, they turned it obviously, into a movie that uh, was starring Brad Pitt. supposed to be a sequel coming, I think I had heard at one point, but I haven't heard any news on that. But uh, yeah, so Max Brooks is the son of Mel Brooks, who, uh, you know, obviously, if you don't know Mel Brooks, I don't know what to tell you. But uh, Devolution is his latest novel, just came out recently, and it is a uh, epistolary novel, which uh, basically just told through a series of journal entries, uh, interviews, and news clippings about a a Sasquatch attack in the shadow of Mount Rainier in Washington uh, at this kind of high-tech, uppity, almost... Modern day yuppie type community that is uh, you know kind of run on solar power and all kinds of other stuff. So I'm about halfway through and I love it. I I, I think I will probably finish up with this one pretty soon. Uh, so definitely check out Devolution. That's my first book recommendation. The next one, which uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna start reading after uh, I finish Devolution, is a book called The Deep, which is from an author named Alma Makatsu. So uh, I'm actually a huge fan of uh, her first book, which came out last year, which is called The Hunger. Uh, that book was basically based on the Donner Party with a supernatural twist. Uh, an awesome read. I actually read it when I was in Mexico, and I I, I think I finished it in like two days. It was that good. Uh, but The Deep is her new novel, which I'm holding in my hand right now. And it's actually, I guess, an, a, she, she likes the alternative history uh, type of fiction. This one here actually is a, uh, a story about passengers on the Titanic that actually have a supernatural twist as well. So uh, very interested to check this one out as soon as I finish Devolution. And that one, again, is called The Deep by Al Makatsu. And obviously, um, if you haven't read her first book, The Hunger, check that one out too because it's, it's phenomenal. All right, so there are my book recommendations. And the last thing I have for you guys, maybe you're not into books, maybe you don't like to read. Uh, hopefully you like listening to podcasts because you're listening to one right now if you're hearing my voice. Uh, another podcast that I cannot recommend highly enough, one that I've been listening to for quite a while, uh, even more so now that you know we've, we've been kind of on lockdown these last several months, and it's called Weird Darkness, which is... A, uh, a podcast that kind of covers all of the types of things that I love. So, you know, paranormal, supernatural, legends, uh, true crime, you know, unsolved stuff, mysterious stuff. It's, it's pretty cool. Uh, a nice wide variety of things. You can get everything from aliens to yetis to the Loch Ness Monster to mysterious disappearances to black-eyed children, UFO stuff, and, uh, you know, all all kinds of other stuff mixed in there as well. Uh, It's narrated by a guy named Darren Marler, which the pipes on this guy, my god, awesome voice. I can only hope to, uh, you know, to to narrate anything the way that he does. So it makes for a really good listen. Uh, There's a ton of production on there, sound effects, music. Uh, I would compare it like, if you're a fan of Unsolved Mysteries, I know I am. Obviously, we've talked about the Netflix reboot a couple of times over the last few episodes. This is kind of the closest thing that I've found to Unsolved Mysteries, but I could I guess you could also compare it to like a... Uh, like a if you, if you ever listen to Coast to Coast radio, uh, another thing that's very close to that. But uh, I'll include their social media handles in the episode description as well. Uh, if you want to check out Weird Darkness, the podcast, I would highly highly recommend that you do so. So again, uh, my recommendations, two books, uh, The Deep by Alma Katsu and Devolution by Max Brooks and the podcast Weird Darkness, uh, which is hosted by Darren Marler. And there you have it, folks. Uh, this is my first little mini episode. And again, unfortunately, uh, the idea of The idea for it kind of sprung out of the negative news about the cancellation of Halloween Horror Nights, which totally sucks. Uh, But with that being said, I do, I have no doubt that uh, when they do return in 2021, the event will be bigger and better than ever. And I cannot wait to see what they bring to the event. So with that being said, uh, you can find us, America's Hometown Horror, on the following social media platforms on Facebook, Facebook at America's Hometown Horror, obviously, on Twitter, at Hometown Horror, on Instagram, at pod, and you can also email us at HometownHorrorPodcast at gmail.com, and you can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for tuning in, guys. Uh, Hope you have a great weekend, and looking forward to dropping another episode for you guys next week. Bye now. Thanks for listening, and if you're looking for other podcasts to listen to, you can check out the other podcasts on the Art Podcast Network. We have Retro Redoctopus, we have America's Hometown Horror, Bar Talk, Old Colony Cast, and of course Art. So you can check those out wherever podcasts are found. Like, comment, and subscribe so we can reach more listeners. And thanks for listening. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry. Oh, a book club.